friends, I'm Casey Wysorek, and welcome to Enneagram and Beyond, a podcast where we talk about all things Enneagram and how to take it beyond just a number. It's time to transform your life and connect with your highest self. Oh man, so the last couple days I have just ended my day feeling really just angry and I get like this, I feel like sometimes I don't want to say more often than not, but lately it's just feeling like more often than not and I kind of had the realization tonight of like what my deal is (laughs) and why I'm getting so angry and I think a lot of times people chalk it up to just like being tired or like you just have a lot on your plate and just stressed or whatever. And I want to give the Enneagram a lot of credit for being able to call me the hell out and help me reflect on what like the actual root issue is, because that's how you figure out how to fix what's going on and like help you become self-aware to know that like hey, I need a little help. I need to, I need to make an adjustment, right? So anyway, I had the realization that I have not been starting my days doing anything for me and doing anything to just like start myself off on the right foot. And I know that like doing yoga or meditating or um, like journaling what I'm grateful for um, and what my like goals are, like just taking time to just be by myself and doing something that really sets my intention for the day. And like, I don't know, starts me up on the right foot is what I need. And I know that for a fact, right? But sometimes life happens and that's not ha- like most days I'm in, I'm in that phase where most days that is not how I start my day. And it's especially hard on the days that I don't have um, Brian to help me in the morning, get the kids out the door. And our nanny is gone for the next like two and a half weeks. So I, I, I would utilize her a lot in the morning to help me like get the kids ready and out the door. So right now I'm feeling that, which now I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense then also why yesterday and today I've ended the day feeling so like weirdly stressed and angry, which it's not me. I don't like being that person. Like I don't like being angry. It's really frustrating. (laughs) It's frustrating that I get angry and I get like my patience gets worn so thin, but now it's, yeah, it's making sense. I haven't started my days or done anything during my day to actually, you know, fill my cup. So tonight I did 30 minutes of yoga and now I'm doing this podcasting with you guys. And it's not that podcasting doesn't like fill me up, but it doesn't fill me up in the way that I need to be filled up like the yoga or the meditating or the journaling or something, um, or going on a walk. Um, but basically I just, (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm like half laughing at myself because I feel like this is so obvious, but that's kind of what we need sometimes is like the call out, even if it like it's not always obvious when we're on auto 
like on um, autopilot or like cruise control in life, right? When you're just going through your day to day, it's not always that obvious. And so, God, I just, I'm going to keep giving credit to the Enneagram of calling me out. But yeah, so we were like about to go on a walk today. Like Ryan had just gotten home and we were heading out the door and maybe got, I don't know, 50 feet down the sidewalk. And Aria decided, that she didn't want to go on a walk and was just like freaking out, crying. And that's fine, right? Like we don't have to go on a walk. If she doesn't want to go on a walk, that's okay. Like I get it. That's fine. She's had a long day too. She just wanted to go home and we ended up going to bed pretty quick. But for me, that was another thing that I didn't get to do for myself. And I felt really like selfish in that moment to be you know, thinking about me and not her and what she wants. And ultimately, you know, we did what she needed and what she wanted, but it was just like, oh my God, like, that's what I thought. I'm like another thing I don't get to do for myself. I'm like, cool. So that's what sets me into like that frustration mode. So as a type two, when I feel like I'm doing things for other people all day and I'm not getting appreciated for it, or I don't, get that time that I need for myself, I start getting angry and frustrated and like irritated and short with people. And I hate, I do not like that version of myself. So actually like recognizing that tonight and saying, okay, Casey, why are you feeling this way? And not just chalking it up to being tired, which I am, and not just chalking it up to saying like, I've just been, you know, dealing with the kids since you know, 4.30 until now after eight o'clock or whatever, which I have been, but what is it really? And it is, it's not, it's, I have not gotten to take the time for myself at all today. I've been so focused on others. I woke up immediately, woke up the kids the same time I got up, had to get out the door, right? Then started the work day. And I feel lucky that you know, the kids can go to daycare and, and be watched and safe. And I can focus on work, but my job and my work, it's for me, but it's not for me. I'm not doing things for myself when I'm working, I'm doing things for other people. Like that's part of being in HR is like, what can I do for you? Right. It's that customer service mentality. And I'm just kind of realizing that because sometimes I'm like, why doesn't like the fact that I'm at work all day, why doesn't that fill me up and make me, I love my job. I I enjoy my job, but it's because I'm not doing anything for myself at my job. I'm doing everything for other people, which I enjoy. That's part of who I am. I love doing things for other people, but you can't pour from a freaking empty cup case. Duh. So I'm having this like so obvious aha moment, which maybe to you guys, like this is obvious, but for me, it apparently is not that obvious. It's something I know, but when I'm in this like auto, I keep saying autopilot, but like cruise control mindset, I'm not doing the things that I know that I need to do. And that's how you lead to going to, you know, stress. That's how you lead to go down to an unhealthy level of alignment. So getting in those areas and having that stress, it's the reminder to have the self-awareness that you need to know what you need to do. So after I had that, I decided to do yoga today for the first time in like three weeks. And 
immediately after finishing that yoga session, I could tell that I felt better. Like it actually kind of makes me want to cry at how much I felt better with just taking 30 minutes to just do that for myself. And ideally I love to start my day like that. And it doesn't even have to be a full 30 minutes. Like it could be 15 or 20, but like, that's how I should be starting my day. And I know this, you guys, I know this, but life happens and you get into this whole cruise control every day. It's the same thing and you need to get things done and like things need to happen or whatever. So it's okay. I need this reminder these last couple of days, especially without the additional help that I normally get. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. So that was a really good reminder. And if you are feeling that way at all, you know, regardless of whether you're a two or another number on the Enneagram, think about yourself going to stress if that's, you know, something you're dealing with right now. And instead of chalking it up to the typical, Oh yeah, I'm I'm a working mom. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, you know, it was a stressful day at work. What is it really? Like take time to reflect on yourself and ask yourself what you actually need so that you're staying in a healthier mindset. Um I can't remember if we talked about levels of alignment or not, but I think one thing I just want to share anyway, is so thinking of like, as I was realizing this, you guys, I was thinking of like, oh yeah, this is me going to stress. This is me going to stress. I'm aware I'm going to stress, but there's also the levels of alignment. So whether you're healthy, average or unhealthy, and it's not black and white, you can kind of be anywhere in between there, but in recognizing that a lot of times as you're going to stress more often than not, and those stressful uh, situations are happening, it's going to throw off and cause your level of alignment to shift towards the unhealthy as well, right? I mean, think about think about being in a stressful situation like over and over and over and over again, right? It kind of beats you down. And so that's where that level of, line, of alignment then gets affected. And I've mentioned how the levels of alignment can be um, they're, they're seasons in your life, but they can also be in different areas. So it could be like your personal life. It could be just in your career. Like it could be just with like certain members of your family or something like that. Um, but yeah, so there's different areas. So thinking about if you're getting beat down in those certain areas, like over and over and over again, that's affecting your level of alignment in those areas. So it's good to be mindful of and be aware of and know if you're getting to that unhealthier level of alignment, that something has to change. And hopefully you'll take the time to kind of reflect on what that is and what that looks like. And life's all about balance too, because it was funny as I was thinking about this also, I thought of like the movie, The Devil Wears Prada, where she was saying how like her relationship was like hurting really bad because she started doing well at work. And the guy was like, oh, well, if you like, if your relationship totally goes down in flames or whatever, just know that you must be up for a promotion. And so it's remembering that it's all about balance. Okay. And you can't give 
You can't give everything a hundred percent all the time. You can't like overextend yourself in one area and let the other suffer because you got to look at your life and the areas of your life holistically. So just kind of another random thought, I suppose. But yeah, it was a really insightful feeling today. And we will see if I can actually start implementing some uh, some of these best practices that I know that I need to be having and that I have had and that they've made a difference um, into my everyday life again. So fingers crossed. I'll give you guys an update and see how we're feeling next week, I guess. But uh, something else happened today. I decided to watch the uh, documentary on Disney Plus of Olivia Rodrigo. And this happens to me no matter who I talk to or what show or movie I'm watching. Like I immediately like type people on the Enneagram. Like I just know what their type is. And I know this can be like typing people is not recommended. It's not what you should be doing. But like as an Enneagram coach, I can't help but pick up on the specific pieces that are someone's number. But like, as I'm trying to decipher Olivia Rodrigo, it wasn't like, uh, I'm trying to figure out your number so I can like say, oh yeah, you're definitely this number because of X, Y, and Z, you know, whatever behavior. It's like, no, I'm trying to figure out your number because I want to understand you on a deeper level. Like, I want to know what makes you tick. I want to have more compassion for you. That's kind of what I think of with anybody and everybody that I meet and want to, like, that's why I want to figure out their number. I just want to connect with them and have compassion and understanding and, like, just bring a humanness to either my interaction with you or when I'm watching, just bring more of that humanness into my connection with them still, but obviously it's not both ways, right? Just when I'm connecting with them. So I'm watching her and it was probably within the first 30 minutes. I actually knew that she was a type four and there are like very key pieces. It's never, it's never fully about behavior for me because so many numbers have such similar behavior, but when it it all boils down to the core motivations, right? So I look for specific things that would reflect the core motivations and like the wounding messages and like the core longings and things like that. And uh, yeah, just hearing her speak about things in certain way and like just her experiences I can just tell, like, I could just tell she's a force. So she used very keywords talking about how important her authenticity and artistry was in her music. And she wanted to be like, just true to who she was. Um, She talked about wanting to have her songwriting be able to share and reflect like the deepest emotions in the human psyche. And that's very type four, right? They, they believe in um, like the beauty in every emotion and like every experience. And you can just feel that that is something that she so deeply believes in. It was, there's a, there's a scene where she's sitting on the hood of her car talking to 
this guy and they're just reflecting on her work and her album and her music. And, and, uh, she talks about how she, uh, she's, she's scared to kind of lose everything in a sense where she's worried she's not going to have another album to write when her life is not as tragic. And she was just trying to fully embrace the tragicness of her life and what was reflected in that album with that breakup and everything. But, and you know, it wasn't talking about her life being tragic in a, oh, poor me type of way either. Right. It wasn't, that wasn't her intention. You could tell it was more about like, there was so much beauty that came from that situation. So she's scared. She's not going to have those, uh, that type of moment again in her life to be able to reflect on and write about. And I just thought that was so, so interesting. She talked about obviously her relationship and stuff and, um, just her music and she, you can tell it was funny because then I look at like the growth and stress paths and I look for like those key words and key behaviors related to growth, like the growth and stress paths. And in her music, when she's talking about this guy and wanting to like be everything for him and uh, she cared so deeply about making sure he was taken care of and like being there for him in his worst time, that which I'm sure was stressful, right? They ended up breaking up. So I'm just like, that's her going to the type two because she goes from being this like individual, authentic person to being so incredibly focused on another human being. But it's like the unhealthy, right? Because it's the stress path. And uh, so she goes towards the unhealthy parts of the type two, which relate more to being a little bit more codependent and like, overly wanting to put yourself in another person's life and make sure that they need you and are there for you um, and that you can be there for them too. So that was really, uh, that was one thing I noticed. And then in her lyrics, she mentioned wanting, like she didn't really want anything after the fact other than just wanting to have herself back. So it was come like she was just desiring from going away from that stressfulness and needing to have him like be dependent on her and wanting her wanting him to be dependent on her to just wanting to be back to her authentic self. Uh, And I just loved that. I'm like, these are like, these are the connections with the Enneagram that I always make. And I always am noticing. And I just think it's so fascinating. I mean, not only because I can make like making those connections, but to just see the Enneagram in every aspect of my life. Like it just, I can't get away from it. It's everywhere. Um, It's so cool though. It's so cool though. I'm, I'm embracing it fully. Obviously that's why I'm sharing it. So then she talked about, um, I want to talk about her growth path, right? Because I think she mentioned just taking all of the all of the emotion and all of the pain and all of all of her experiences and then channeling that into songwriting and that was definitely something to me that stood out as her going to one in growth right taking all of it and then channeling it and making it like organized and turning it into something productive which i mean look at her i think she won a grammy so pretty cool she definitely stepped into her growth number. 
she also talked about like there's different levels of alignment within growth. Like you can be average to healthy and then same with stress. You can be average to unhealthy, but she talked about how it wasn't like, she felt like she couldn't really trust people either. And she wanted people to just be honest with her. And there was a piece, God, I'm not remembering. I'm probably not remembering this totally correct, but she was just, there was a piece where she was saying how she just wanted to be better and wanted to be perfect. And that was me noticing her going to her like growth path as well. But anyway, I'm like that, that's kind of my observation and uh, trying to like type what this is like what my mind goes through with everybody that I meet or any show that I watch. Like it's literally that like I get into it when I'm trying to figure out their numbers. And again, like I said, it's not about just being able to type people and being like, oh yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, she's a four. No, it's like, oh my God, she's a type four. Like this is her this is the way that she thinks about things. This is like how she feels when she's stressed out. Like it makes me feel like I can connect with her and understand her even more than what she's already sharing in her, in her songs and in her lyrics, which is so cool. You know, I feel like as a type four, obviously they have that like creative artistic um, authenticity about them. And there's also something about having something missing like they feel like something is foundationally like wrong and missing in them and I'm not going to be able to give an example but I could totally pick up that vibe from her but also that thing that's missing is what they think sets them apart as a type four and makes them different and unique and I can just I'm like oh my god I can understand you I know how your brain works (laughs) that's pretty funny I love it guys I just I love it. And sometimes I like, you know, look at people or like observe people when I'm trying to figure out their number. And it makes me so sad if they're like not aligned, they're not in like a healthier level of alignment or they're just out of alignment. And I just want to help them so bad. It's my type two coming out where I'm like, please just let me help you. It's fine. I, I know what you need but it's also not fully my place. So it's like understanding, hey, if I can share this with people and people start being able to figure out how to implement this for themselves, then maybe I can be helping people without inserting myself into their lives and saying, I know how to help you. Obviously, this doesn't make full sense for like actors and people I see on TV, but you know, people that I meet and get to know, and we talk about all of this, it's a blast. So yeah. But anyway, I think that's all I'm going to talk about tonight because it's late and this episode is just going to be short and sweet. And after I did yoga, because <laughs> I was like on a kick, I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go have some cut up cucumbers and pineapple and put some tahini on it and just really enjoy a healthy snack after a solid yoga session because I've been eating like crap lately and I just can't do it. I ha- I got to make some changes, guys. I got to make some changes. Even after knowing and understanding the Enneagram for three years, like it doesn't mean that you're going to have it figured out all the time and that it's going to be perfect, but it's the fact that you can recognize things and 
try to adjust and make the changes. Like it's just a tool that helps you do it faster before you get to that like out of alignment, burnt out stage. OMG, there we go. I had a total thought, one last thought on Olivia Rodrigo and it like fell out of my mind and now it just came back. Okay, so obviously, like I said, there were so many factors of what I like stood out to me as to what her Enneagram number was. But I was thinking of her age, you guys. And so if you're like, if you're trying to figure out what your Enneagram number is, think back to like your late teenage years, early 20s, when you're trying to figure out who you are and like your place in this world and where you're like the most kind of like innocent and vulnerable, you know, you're, you're going from being like living at your parents and then off to like figuring everything out in the world. That is a really good place to try to like think of and remember to figure out what your Enneagram type number is because you are kind of the most true of who you are. Like you're stepping away from your parents' influence and stepping into who you are as a person. And you, I I honestly feel like that's a lot of times where people get out of alignment because it's one of the toughest seasons in people's lives in general. Like that big transition of living at home to going and living on your own. So think of that and think of those hard times or good times or whatever. Just think of that time in your life between like 18 and 22 and where you were at. And that might help you figure out your Enneagram number two, if you're still questioning that and wondering it. And a lot of times that is where those childhood wounds are like most fresh, where you're trying to figure all that out. So love the Enneagram for so many reasons. And it can also just be such a healing tool to know what you need to heal and be that like mirror that you need to get you back on track in life and help you get you pointed in the right direction. So I hope that was helpful. Oh my God. Thanks so much, you guys. Uh, We'll talk soon. And I promise I am going to be working myself on getting aligned and making sure that I am taking time for myself so that I am not pouring from an empty cup. So cheers to that, peeps. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you want to hear more of the Enneagram and beyond, please feel free to subscribe, leave a review, let me know what you liked. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at EnneagramCoach.Casey. Love sharing with you guys. Want to hear from you. And we'll talk soon.